This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 103 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Learn, ride, imagine. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our title sponsor is Omega Alpha. You can find them online at omegaalpha.ca. This episode is also sponsored by Equestrian Collections at equestriancollections.com. Plus, we give a warm welcome to our newest sponsor, Uncle Jimmy's. And you can learn about Uncle Jimmy's at uncle-jimmy's.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, where weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They bring you the news through hail, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Glenn the Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, howdy, Helena. (laughs) I beat you to it. Anyway, let me just tell you, I've been holding my breath the whole opening of today's show. We have a new, for those of you who are are tried and true fans, you'll you'll notice that we've got a few new sponsors and our our opening today. A whole bunch of new words. That's a challenge for you this. You got co-host. through it in one take too. I was impressed. I I didn't breathe through the whole thing. I was sitting over here waiting to crack up, but it didn't happen. <laughs> didn't have. So then I was finally done with it, and it was like, okay, now what? <laughs> no bloopers in this one. Jeez. No. no, no, no. You no. haven't gotten the opening right in about twenty-five episodes. And, to, and we were, you know, and it's very exciting. You know, I want to thank Uncle Jimmy for filling in for you last week. He did great. Thank you very much, Uncle Jimmy. And, you know, it was nice of him to do that. And, of course, we're welcoming uh, Uncle Jimmy's as the newest sponsor to the Horse Radio Network and to the Stable Scoop Show. We appreciate his support. And he's very excited, as he said last week, to be part of the Stable Scoop Show. You know, he's been on the show a couple times and absolutely loves being on. So it was a pleasure to have him as a co-host. And, and we're gl- but I'm glad you're back. Oh, thanks. I missed you, too. I'm glad to have you back. We we can't do our chit-chat if you're not here. I know. I live for chit-chat. You know, it's so <laughs> therapeutic. It's like a nice bottle of wine. Well, I chit-chat. wanted to ask you, next week is our two-year anniversary. No way. Episode 104. No yeah, way. 52 and 52 is 104. Um, so we've been doing this for two years, believe it or not. So what's what's been your favorite part of doing this? <sighs> Um, I don't know, getting to hear myself talk every <laughs> week. <laughs> Nobody telling me to shut up. Uh, you know what it is? It's learning about things. It's learning about things in the horse world that I didn't know existed. And, and, and discovering the enthusiasm that lives in the very far, in the furthest corners, the farthest corners of, of our horse world. That, that no matter what people are involved in, if it's side saddle or if it's gun shooting or, or you, know, ca- you know, cowboy mounted shooting or competitive trail rides, is that people love, love, love what they do with their horses. And it doesn't matter what they do. They love it. 
And it's been interesting, too. We've been, uh, you know, I, I do, as, as people that follow our shows and our network know, I do a number of other shows, too. I, I really like this one, and I've enjoyed doing this one because you're on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a great time just chatting and catching up every week. But the other th- reason is, is because we have had so many cool guests. I, I keep saying our passion is the horse, but what I always found most interesting was the people that love the horses. Yeah. The, the story's always behind the people. And, you know, the, we, have, we have had the opportunity over the last two years, over the last 104 episodes, to interview some of the coolest people in the horse world. Yeah. From big names to somebody, you know, to backyard horse owners. Um, how about the incredible guy, Amigo's dad, who we keep oh. following on Facebook, who had that thing shoved all the way through the, his body. A branch, I know. Yeah. And half and, of a tree through and, his shoulder. And he's riding the horse now. I mean, you know, there's just been, you know, and that's just one example of, of, a, of, of we've had over 160 guests. Um, it's, been, it's been just incredible. I tell people I have the best job in the world because I get to talk to the coolest horse people every day. I mean, yeah. you know, how cool is that? You know, I have to, I'm laughing because I was in the bank this morning and I saw a fellow, uh, a farm owner here and we're in the bank and of course the bank's all quiet, it's air conditioned and it's cool and everybody's doing their business and, you know, oh, I heard you got a new horse. Yeah, what'd you get? I got an Arab, Arab cross, real easy, Polish Arab, so we're screaming at each other across the bank (laughs) about horses, you know, how old is he? Is he shot? No, he's barefoot, he's got great feet, and he... we could have gone on and on and on in the bank like that, screaming at each other to be able to get on the show every week and just talk about horses. And it's OK. Nobody gives you the hairy eyeball. In fact, <laughs> people actually tune in. <laughs> people want to sponsor the show. But we get to talk about horses every week. And to me, that's that's endless. I can do that forever. So. I know. And it, it is it, it has been fun. It's been a, an absolute pleasure. We're glad that our listeners are out there. Um, you know, we have, we have a lot of listeners now all across the world and we appreciate you joining us every week and we plan to continue to keep doing this. We can, we plan to keep bringing some interesting, unique people from the horse world. The show show has sort of evolved too. Uh, when we first started it, we really had a sense of where we wanted to go with it, but it's changed a bit over the years. Oh, who are you trying to kid? We didn't have a clue. That's true. <laughs> you know, I'd like to say that we actually plan everything we do, but uh, that's that'd be a lie. We didn't. Have, we had a, we had a vague <laughs> idea. We we knew we just wanted to get out and talk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and we thought, so- you know, it'd be really cool to get the biggest names in the horse world, and what and we have had the biggest yeah. names in the horse world, but we've also the most interesting conversations we've had are not with the superstar celebrity horse people. They're, they're, with, we're, they're with the unique individuals who have a story to tell. And I'm a believer, and today's show sort of is about that. Uh, I'm a believer that every horse person has a story to tell. We all have stories, and we all have neat, engaging stories. And it's just, it's just finding them and getting them on the air and getting them to tell them. And today, we have a couple young, tremendous young people that are going to get on and talk about their story. Yeah, very inspiring young people. 
Very inspiring. Last week on the uh, jumping, dressage, and eventing shows, we were at the National uh, Young Rider, Junior and Young Rider Championships over here at the Kentucky Horse Park. And, of course, that's like the Olympics for the young riders. Yeah. And we did all three of those shows with with the juniors and young riders uh, as guests. And it was they are so motivated. They are so excited to be at the Kentucky Horse Park riding where their heroes are going to be riding in two months in the World Equestrian Games on the same arenas and the same fields. So, you know, for them, it was a true pleasure and a true joy. And, and we're, we're hoping with today's guests who are 13 years old and 15 years old to help bring out that excitement, too. There's just so many neat stories out there with the young people of today and horses. Yeah, I think it's, it's coming back. The, the dedication, the devotion, the hard work, it's out there. You know, I know sometimes the, uh, today's trainers and, and professional athletes get a little depressed because they think that, the, the new generation of um, of riders is not maybe not as dedicated or as hardworking as as they once used to be, but I don't think that's true. I think you just have to look a little bit farther and you'll find gems like these two girls we're going to talk to today. They're out there. Well, uh, another gem uh, is your horse and mine, and I'll, I'll tell you what uh, I we got on and went for a ride the other night and had a great time on my new quarter horse by the name of Beaker. Love that name. I know. And in case anybody missed it, it yes, it is after the Muppet with the red hair. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Honeydew's assistant that keeps getting blown up. Um, we just thought it was an appropriate name because he's a redhead. Oh, that reminds me too, Helena. You're, you have a redhead, right? You have a twin, a beaker. I do. Pretty much. Well, the, yep. a Professional's Choice, who's a sponsor of ours on the network here too for a couple of the other shows, wrote something on Facebook, which I thought was interesting. And it, it said, chestnut horses are regarded by many as especially sensitive to grooming, saddling, mm. and interestingly, research indicates that people with red hair require about 20% more anesthesia than their darker-haired friends. And they asked if people have noticed this. Well, there were numerous comments saying, yes, I'm a redhead and I need more anesthesia and my horse is more sensitive. And uh, we have found the same thing with ours. Yes. Yes, and, and Zeke was the same way. He's very sensitive. He's a redhead. Our vet said the same thing. You have a redhead. Expect wow. this, this, and this. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, but I'll tell you, it's funny. My horse can hold his alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke, t- Are you getting this- him drunk on a regular basis? No, no, or no, no, are you, you taking him into the bar with you now down there in Ipswich? <laughs> I know there's some straight shady things that go on to those bars in Ipswich, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's why we had to move. Um, no, we, 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 uh, you know, Zeke's had to have some procedures along the way and he takes like twice the dosage of, uh, you know, happy juice as, as the next guy. I mean, he really does. He, and, and he doesn't like to be drunk. He doesn't like that feeling of being out of it. You can, you know, he fights it. He tries to shake it off. He, and, um, so we all, we laugh because my, my vet says this horse is you in horse clothing. <laughs> But uh, yes, yeah. So, but he's sensitive too. He definitely, and he, he, like his skin is sensitive. You know, he gets, you know, itchy bumps and and uh, hives on his back. You gotta have. He's gotta have the sheepskin saddle pad. You know. <laughs> uh, one of the things we found out about Beaker, he's a great trail horse. He's been a trail horse for years, and they've taken him out on some serious trail rides. He does not like water. If you try and give him a bath, even with a sponge. If you if you uh, you know take the hose out, he just does not like water. Well, what about bath water? Can you give him a bath? No, 
Doesn't like bathwater. That's what he doesn't like. We think he's okay at going through streams and stuff, but he, he'll stick his face in his water bucket and swish it around. But he does not like the hose even spritzed on his back. Nothing. <laughs> uh, the, you get the, uh, the, you know, if you take a sponge and you, you get the sponge near him, he doesn't like that. So we're, we're working on desensitizing a little bit there. Because, uh, you know, when it's 99 degrees, you really need to, to yeah. wash them off. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, Jen will have fun with that. Jen will get it done. We're having a good time. He's a good boy. It's oh, a lot good. of fun. Good, good, good. And I, I assume Pie's doing well? Pie's doing very well. He is, um, you know, my trainer and I giggle to each other. What a perfect match this horse is for me. He is just, he's coming along really, really nicely. I'm very, very frustrated because I cannot take him out on the trails. I've not yet taken him out on a good, long, proper hack. So I'm hoping that will happen soon. But uh, we're back to saddle fit issues, though. We do have some saddle fit issues again. Again? Yes. Uh, last two weeks, he started to uh, show signs again of, of, of not wanting to be mounted. And, uh, you know, he, he, I got him to the point where he would stand stock still for mounting. And, and that took some time. And, you know, once we had the saddle reflocked and all that, I sort of had to retrain him to stand still and um, behave himself under saddle. He's a little wiggle worm. And uh, now he's starting to show those signs again. And he also has these two very dry, round patches underneath the saddle. Um, you, you know, in his sweat marks, when you take the saddle pad off and you look at the sweat marks under the saddle pad, um, he's got two dry spots on either side of his wither. So we know that the saddle's pinching there. We're going to have to see what we can do. Well, that's, that's a work in progress then. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, you know, and the saddle fitter said that um, it was possible, even though I don't have um, an exchangeable gullet system in my saddle, she did say that the design of my saddle enables us to widen the tree. Oh, so good. Okay. she said that might be something that we would need to do as he fills out and, and gets more muscular. Well, now there was another thing going on too, and that was that you were uh, building fence and putting up a barn. How, <gasps> how's that coming along? Dude, I am stoked. <laughs> like, you wouldn't believe. First of all, my town is so little, everybody in town knows what we're doing, okay? It, I mean, we live sort of in a prominent area in town, so, you, you know, you drive by our street and you see this big split rail fence going up. So we have this gorgeous split rail fence with locust rails. It's just, it's absolutely beautiful. It's five feet tall, so the horses, it's, it's definitely horse fence. Nobody's jumping at any time soon. I, I, I hope not. <laughs> not. Zeke's not going over it. <laughs> and then we put this white, um, I call them Kentucky gates. You know, it's a double swinging 12 foot gate with the white boards and the black hardware. And um, oh, it just looks so nice. And then right now we're just waiting for the fire marshal to approve our building plans for the, the uh, two stall barn addition that we're putting onto the, the cottage and our property. So we have, they have to put their stamp of approval on it. They have to put their stamp of approval on two stalls? Yeah, because, <laughs> because it's attached to um, a building that has living quarters. Ah, okay. Different yeah. story then. If you have anybody, or even if you're building a barn with living quarters, with, where somebody could, you know, if it has a bathroom. Right, right. And, and a septic system, um, the fire marshal, your town's fire marshal has to uh, put their stamp of approval on it. So when do you think you'll be moving the horses home? I'm, I'm hoping that we'll get an answer by the end of this week from the fire marshal. And in that case, our builder can start, you know, on Monday. Uh, so it's a matter of how long it takes him to get that barn up. Okay, cool. Hopefully by the end of the month. Well, we're going to need pictures to put on the website for everybody to see. Okay, in progress? Yeah, sure. What the progress. heck? Send us a fencing picture at least. Okay, cool. Yeah, and we'll, we'll put that up on the website and we'll also put it on our Facebook page. You can follow us on Facebook at Stable Scoop. 
Uh, just search for Stable Scoop and you'll find us over there. Well, there's a lot going on here. We also, um, today, we, we have with us Kathleen, of course, of Kathleen's Wild Ride. I caught up with her earlier this morning. I had to catch her before she headed out. She is in that part of Wyoming that is now nothing, just nothing but her and the scorpions. So, scorpions? yeah, she had to, she was trying to get the scorpions out of her, uh, from around her sleeping bag this morning oh, when God, she got oh, up. God. Oh, God. <laughs> So, so it's uh, we we I caught up with her and we we got the update. She has had quite a week. She's had some of the most exciting days that she's had on this entire trip, trying to get through the desert uh, mountains of Wyoming. And she she said to me off the air today that Wyoming is now her least favorite state. Uh, if she never has to go back, she'll be happy. So <gasps> she, she's not sorry, like, Wyoming. <laughs> she's sorry. I apologize to anybody in Wyoming. That is uh, just the experience she's had so far with the weather and everything else. Well, my guess is is that if anybody else in this country was traveling across Wyoming on horseback, they'd probably feel the same, same way. way. Lewis and Clark probably went, oh, let's name this state Wyoming. Uh, <laughs> why? Why am I? <laughs> sorry, Wyoming. We love you. <laughs> So we're going to be catching up with Kathleen here in a minute, and then we will be back uh, with our guests today. That should be a lot of fun. So let's, uh, let's take a break here right now for Omega Alpha, our title sponsor, and the good folks up there in Canada. And then we'll be back with Kathleen's update on Kathleen's Wild Ride, her adventure riding across the country. Well, Helena, Omega Alpha Pharmaceuticals creates only natural health products. Their scientists, guided by Dr. Gordon Chang, formulate a wide variety of mainly herbal health products to address many equine health problems. And I have on the line here Kyle Carter, who is an international eventer and well-known throughout the eventing world, who uses Omega Alpha products. Kyle, I understand that you started using uh, Omega Alpha about a year ago. Yeah, I've, I've been using it for about a year and have noticed a remarkable difference in the horses that have been on it. And then um, if, they've, if they've come off of it, the horse's health always has been better on it. Um, it's one of the few supplement companies that I wholeheartedly believe in. Well, thank you, Kyle. You know, Omega Alpha brings consumers the perfect marriage of nature and science. Look for all of their products at retailers nationwide or visit their website at omegaalpha.ca. That's omegaalpha.ca. And thanks again to Omega Alpha. And uh, now let's see, Glenn, you had a nice conversation with Kathleen. Yes, I did. She was packing up her camp, getting ready to move out. So here she is. Well, hi, Kathleen, and welcome back to the show. Uh, It's been a week since we talked to you last, and it looks like you've covered a little bit of ground this past week. Yeah, we got a little bit away. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? All right, you're now still in Wyoming. You're going across a lot of nothing, um, and it looks like you're near Superior, Wyoming, which um, is in the middle. That, it truly is in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. I bet you you'll be happy to even see the fields of Kansas. The long, fat, flat fields of Kansas will look good right now. I'm looking forward to those Nebraska cornfields myself. <laughs> I bet. Now, you're in, what kind of terrain are you in right now? This is high desert. It is sagebrush and sand. So just a lot of nothing. You and the scorpions. Pretty much, yeah. That's actually what I'm looking for around here now are scorpions. They don't have a lot of snakes, just scorpions. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Now you've had quite an adventurous week. 
let's start <laughs> let's start on Monday when apparently you had a, a, a wonderful adventure with a thunderstorm um, and uh, and some lightning strikes that really uh, made you, uh, you you singed a few hairs. <laughs> They're all getting a little close for my comfort. I I love on At the blog I love on the blog posting where they put or on Facebook where she puts uh, it was so close you could smell the ozone. So <laughs> so tell us about that. Oh well, we spent the night in Little America and got up and left. And I thought, oh good, it's going to rain a little bit. That way we won't get too hot headed to our next destination. Yeah, um, didn't really rain all that much, but we had I can't tell you how many lightning strikes hitting within a quarter mile, closest, closer to us to a quarter mile out. For about an hour, we sat underneath this lightning storm, <laughs> and they hit so much that I could smell ozone in the air the entire time. Now, where were you at the time? Were you under something or out in the open? No, I was riding in the open on, the, on Delightful. Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, there's nothing out there to be under. I mean, if you're under <laughs> oh, something, <gosh>. it's... <laughs> That's the thing that's going to get hit by lightning anyway. Yeah, it's tall enough to draw the lightning in. Wow, that must have been a little scary. It was a little nerve-wracking. I was really, really nervous and tense, and the horses just didn't even care. Well, they've been, you know, we leave mountain thunderstorms before, so they've seen it. It's us that doesn't like being, especially riding a horse. Now, you were on the baby? Yeah, I was on the baby. Have you been riding the baby all week again? Yeah, I've been riding the baby um, since I started back up riding again in Copeville. Okay, so so since we talked to you last, and that, and that's going well. Baby's doing good. Oh yeah, she's actually doing really well. She's been a really good girl. Does pretty much everything I tell her to. And actually, yesterday I switched her to the fitless bridle, so she's not got a bit in. Oh wow, great! So so you started you started out your week with uh, thunderstorms and lightning everywhere, and you survived that. And you said the mares did okay through it. They they did yeah. fine. Yeah. They did. I think I, Delightful looked over once and one hit, you know, about 500 yards away from us. She kind of looked at her head and looked over. Oh, yeah. And then looked away again. <laughs> it's you that was, like, terrified. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking, well, <laughs> this will make an interesting vlog if I can live. <laughs> <laughs> now, then, then, to top it off, uh, on, on the same day, I believe, you also went across your first concrete bridge. Um... Is that the day that I got in the Green River? Yes. <laughs> Actually, that was the day that we went through our first train tunnel. Oh, okay. Oh, geez, a train tunnel? Yeah, we had to go underneath what they call the guy just described. Oh, you had to go under an underpass to get, you know, to where you're needing it. I'm thinking, oh, that's cool. We go under underpasses all the time. No, it was a tunnel. It wasn't long. It was about maybe 50 yards long, but it was in the middle of a train yard. There was a large diesel train going over it, squealing its brakes. Oh, and I hate at the that. bottom of the tunnel was a very wide metal grate where the water, when it flows down through, passes into the grate. So we kind of walked on down to the tunnel, got to the bottom where the grate was. The rifle spun and headed back into the oncoming traffic that was behind us. Ooh, there you go. Everybody stopped both ways, and they all backed out of the tunnel, which I thought was very nice of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I just turned her right back around, Mystic, you know, walking around behind us, wondering what the heck's going on, and headed right back over the grate, which she just kind of looked at and then kind of half-stepped, half-hopped over it, and we got a round of applause from all the motorists. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> 
Wow, that was you. You've had quite the week, there, girl. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been an, it's an interesting week for me. <laughs> so then you the the concrete bridge was even separate from that. That was the next day. That was leaving town. We went over the overpass instead of under the underpass. So I decided, you know, she was good. I'm not going to push it. And I thought, I'll just take the bridge over. Well, it was a very, very long bridge, somewhere around 400 yards or so long. Wow. And instead of walking on the bridge itself with traffic, I decided to take the crosswalk or the the walkway for the people, which was a little nerve-wracking, too, because it was only about four feet wide. And on the traffic side, it had a three-foot-tall K-rail, concrete K-rail. And on the drop side, it had a cyclone fence that went up above my head and over the top of us. Oh, so people can't jump and stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I held my breath all the way across that bridge. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I kept saying was, if you guys are good and we stop down there at that convenience store, I'm going to find something for you and give it to you. <laughs> they were perfect. They didn't even look at any of the little little joints in the bridge or anything, and the train that went underneath and blared its horn at us the entire time. Didn't bother them a bit. So we got to the other side. I went down to the store and got them both an apple. <laughs> Boy, these guys are just being troopers, aren't they? They have been absolutely amazing. It's a, um, unbelievable what they go through and doesn't don't even look at. <laughs> They're so, amazing. So, you know, this is probably, I mean, some of the stories from this week have probably been the most adventurous stories you've had. What has been the thing uh, in your what? How How many weeks are you out there now? You're... Oh. A lot. Twelve. <laughs> well, we started May fourteenth. It's two and a half months. So two and a half months. Okay. So, so in ten weeks or so, what what has been the most terrifying moment you've had? Um. Well, actually, that was yesterday. Because <laughs> 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 we had to go through some pretty rough terrain to get where we're at now. Because we got a little bit misdirected on our, our start off in the morning and the way to get back involved cutting through some very steep, unstable ground next to the um, barbed wire fence that separates the rest of the world from the highway. And so we had to go sideways across that. And I was pretty sure that either I was going to fall and, t- and hit the fence and then the horses were going to come down on top of me or the horses were going to go down. <laughs> it was a little terrifying and I was wow. not very happy doing it. But it was my only option except for to go back into Rock Springs 12 miles. Well, are you looking forward to a more quiet, relaxed riding day today? <laughs> well, you know, I really am. I, I decided that today we're just going to take a short hop to get from the wonderful, very kind salvage yard that we spent the night in last night <laughs> to a little tiny pit stop on the road to take a short, you know, 13, 12 mile day today. Then we're going to have a couple of big ones coming up to get us to Rollins. All right. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope it stays that way for the rest of the day. Your short hop is actually a short hop. And <laughs> uh, and I want to remind everybody that they can follow you on Facebook. Just look for Kathleen's Wild Ride. She's in Wyoming trying to make her way across the country here. And you can also follow your blog. Tell everybody what your blog is. My blog is you might think this is crazy dot and, and so she, eventually I'll get to a library and I can upgrade it again. <laughs> yeah, she upgrades it when she can. Right now there aren't a whole lot of libraries where she's at. So uh well we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. The best of luck and be safe, all right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what to tell you if you get another lightning storm. Uh there's just not a lot you can do, is there? <laughs> 
No, not really. You just kind of keep going and just watch, see where the clouds get thick, and try not to go there. Well, you know, fortunately, <laughs> by the time you get to uh, Nebraska and Kansas and that area, uh, tornado season will be over. So. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a fortunate thing. And it's so funny that we're talking about this because we're about to get hammered with it. It's just got dark as night outside. So here in Kentucky, we're about to get another one of our storms. So, uh, But I'm inside. I'm not out there with you. So I'm, I'm not complaining at all. Well, <laughs> you have a good trip there, Kathleen. All right. Thanks, Glenn. Well, thank you to Kathleen for taking time and effort out of her week to talk to us every week. We know that we have, by the emails we've been getting and Facebook comments, we have a lot of people now following her. And don't forget, you can follow Kathleen's Wild Ride on Facebook. That's where the most updates are. So you'll want to check that out over uh, over on Facebook. And we, we now we're we're going to be coming to our interview here right after we hear uh, right after we hear from Uncle Jimmy. We're, we have our guests coming on. Their names are Allie and Jax Maxian. They are out of New York, and they've done some pretty amazing things for a thirteen and fifteen year old sisters. And you know, I was going to throw it to a canned commercial here for Uncle Jimmy's, but I, you know what? This is his first time that we're actually talking about Uncle Jimmy's and his great products. Let's just t- let's just do it ourselves here, Helena. Okay. We know these products well enough. Uncle Jimmy's been a friend of mine for many, many years. We started selling Uncle Jimmy's products when we had our tax shop many years ago. And then, you know, through all the businesses that I've worked with and that you've been with, Uncle Jimmy's has become it w- has become a landmark in the horse treat business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there is... There is no better marketer out there than Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I said that last week on the show, you know, when he was on, and I absolutely meant it. Meant it. He had his first product was Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls. And, you know, just the marketing on that alone is what really brought his company into the forefront to the point now where he's international and he's one of the biggest horse treat companies out there. Well, and it, you know, Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls. We laughed, he laughed, and now he's laughing all the way to the bank. Uh, that's right. Because <laughs> those are a great horse treat. And he had a little bit of trouble at the very beginning trying to get that particular product. It says on the on the label, Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls. He had a trouble getting that into the tax shops. But then once it's I wonder why it's, it's it's sort of like the ant, monkey butt anti itch powder, same way. Uh, but once he got it in, then it started taking off, and then everybody jumped on board. Well, he still sells the Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls, and it's one of the best horse treats. It actually is a hanging ball. You hang this ball of horse treats, and your horse eats it. Well, of course, because it's hanging they have to actually work a little harder to eat it so they're not going to gobble it all down in one sitting and it's made with uh it's packed with the essential everyday vitamins and minerals that will keep your horse uh lively and and i think you're gonna once you see how your horse reacts to uncle jimmy's hanging balls that's the only thing you're going to get but then he came out with a second product and we'll talk about that one yet today is uncle jimmy's licky things which was uh which was another uh, deviation on a horse treat, but was also packed with essential uh, minerals and vitamins. But it was made to actually, uh, it was made for them to lick and to eat, but it's not hanging. It's actually made to be put in a feed bucket. So those were the two products that he first started with. We'll tell you about the next two. Oh, my gosh. We'll (laughs) tell you about the next two, which even were funnier than the first two. Uh, but it it wasn't people buy something like this, and I'll end on this. People buy something like this product because it has a catchy name, but they're not going to buy it twice if their horse doesn't like it or if they don't feel it's a good quality product.
product. Do you agree with that? Uh, absolutely. You'll buy something as a joke once, you know, like the anti-itch powder, until you realize the anti-itch powder or Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls really, really do work. Works, yeah. And that your horse likes them and they do what they say they're going to do. His products do that. You can find them at most major tax shops across the country, or you can go to his website at uncle Jimmy's J-I-M-M-Y-S, Dot com. So we, hi, we are so thrilled to have him on board because we love his products, and I, we think that you will too. And he's a great website too. Yeah, so check out Uncle Jimmy, uncle-jimmies.com. All right, it is time for our guests. You want to introduce them? Yes, I know. They're very sweet girls. We're welcoming today Allie, age 15, and her sister Jax, age 13. Um, so it's Allie and Jax Maxian, and they're going to talk to us about a program that they developed called Learn, Ride, Imagine. Well, hi, Allie and Jackson. Welcome to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Hi. Hi. It's good to have you guys on. Now, first of all, we said, and I think we, we, you're from New York, right? Yes. What part of New York? Um, The western part, um, Tioga County. Okay, so you are out in the western part where there actually is trees and hills and a lot less buildings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, we're we're let, all in the middle of nowhere. So we can tell each other apart. Let me talk to Allie first, and we can get used to her voice here. Allie, you, how old are you? I'm 15 years old. 15, okay. And how long have you been riding? I've been riding since I was five years old. So oh, really? Yeah. And and your mom told me that you got you're not really a horsey family. She really wasn't horsey, was she? No, she lived out in Long Island and she she didn't want to have anything to do with horses. So my first time and like when I was born, I hated horses so much. I was scared of them. And then my someone in our family, they gave us gave me a horse and I fell in love with horses. <laughs> and it just all started unrolling from there and what is it that um so what do you do with your horse now um we do eventing in pony club um um pony club is um you do get horse knowledge and there's different ratings yeah there's d3 d1 d2 d3 and they're and uh d1 d2 d3 and it keeps going up to a and my wife, I'll let you know that my wife was an A pony clubber. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, what, you give a shout out to which pony club you're in? Red Jacket Pony Club. All right. Red Jacket, right? Okay. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, so, Allie, now you, you are, you're 15, so you've been in pony club for a little while, right? Yeah. And now, let's, let's talk to Jax here quick. Jax, did you start riding at about the same time? Yeah, my um, when I first went to a barn, I was wearing a dress, and I was like, "Ew, this smells!" and it was disgusting. But then my <laughs> sister got me into it, and now I've I only wore a dress for a wedding. So <laughs> that's <laughs> a true horse girl. <laughs> now you'd rather smell like a barn, right? How do you yeah. guys know each other? How do you and Allie know each other? They're sisters. Duh, Lena. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you see, this is what happens when you have horses on the brain all the time. There's not much room for anything else. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are sisters. Um, so, Jax, Allie got you into horses. You don't wear dresses very often anymore. You're both in Pony Club, right? Yes, I'm a okay. D3. Okay. Ooh, ooh, great. And so, Jax, do you, um, 
tell it what what gave you the idea to come up with this I, I love it this this special program that you have for other horse afflicted youngsters um well our dad saw an ad in the newspaper like more of an article for greek peak now what's and, greek peak tell us what greek peak is um it's like a resort there's the hope lake lodge which is like a resort a hotel you know with a pool and water slides and stuff and then um greek peak itself is mostly like a ski resort okay and so we went to one of their meetings that told us about Greek Peak and what their plans are for the future, um, because our dad saw an ad in the newspaper, like an article in the newspaper that said they want to start adding barns and horses and all this other stuff. So we went and we talked to some people, and my dad and my mom went to a meeting with some of the people, and they talked about it. And Greek Peak really liked our ideas. So then me and my sister had to set up a presentation for the vice president of operations on what we actually wanted to do with the kids. So what we do is we have every, everyone comes and we teach them about horse knowledge, like the basics, like colors, markings, breeds, and, you know, tack and equipment. And then half of them go out and do pony rides on my first pony jack. And then <laughs> the other half stays in and does craft. And then we switch. And so they liked our ideas. And... Then we just started. And yeah, and then we um, won, I think it was a couple times ago, the last time we did this whole pony ride thing, and there was some mentally disabled kids there. And when they first came, this one boy, he didn't want to do anything. He was just sitting there. And then he, when we went out for the rides, um, he did not want to get on that horse. His brother went on, and he did wonderful. He was also disabled and it was amazing how well they were and we really believe that we can do therapeutic riding and how it helps the kids get better and learn it's amazing isn't it that with the the effect that horses have on and everybody and i think yeah. it's pretty amazing and i love the name of your program you forgot to mention that oh yeah learn ride imagine i mean that's a great name isn't it helena I love it. I, I, I love the fact that you took the time and put in the effort to, first of all, to submit a presentation to a vice president of operations is, is a big deal. And that it was important enough for you to put the time into doing that. I, I commend you. That's fabulous. What, um, you, it's like you're taking what you've learned in Pony Club um, and in your lives with your experience and you're sharing that. You're sort of spreading the word to, to the folks that come to the mountain. Yeah, do you it really help in 4-H. We had public presentations that me and my sister do. We've done it for two years. So we have to go up in front of people. So that's what helped us go in front of the vice president of operations. So See, 4-H. Really, 4-H it, it, also really set us up. That's such a great program. See, Pony Club 4-H. They, they, you know, what people think of these as ag- agricultural programs only, but they prepare you for so much more than just, oh, yeah. you, know, you know, how to handle animals. And so do you... Um, do you find that the kids that go through your program, um, do you see, you know, the, the interest being sparked in them and that they want to go and learn more and maybe join their own pony club? Um, sometimes. Some kids there, um, like this one guy, when he first came, he, we had horses set up on the table, um, fake plastic ones, and he started playing with them. And he was telling his mom all week how excited he was. And <laughs> he couldn't ride to get on get. He couldn't wait to get on a horse, and 
then they he went out to ride and he was scared. He would not get on the horse, but once his mom did, he understood it a little better. And you can tell, like with some people, they don't think of horses as big, large animals. They think of it as the little play toys. And it's amazing to see their reactions when they actually see a real live horse. <laughs> <laughs> now, I assume that a lot of the uh, kids that are going to Greek Peak are from the city, too. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, we actually we had a family from Canada who who were uh, just loved horses, and so that was interesting as, you know, people out of the country. Cool. Now, you guys also have done some other things, and, and uh, talk about well-rounded here, Helena. You also play instruments. Yes, yeah, I play the saxophone and the guitar. And I play the drums or percussion. Okay, so Helena, Allie is the one that you do not want in your house. <laughs> Why? Uh, because she plays the drums. I love the drums. <laughs> I think that's awesome, Allie. It's when they're practicing that's the problem. Do you get kicked out a lot, Allie? Um, no, we have in our house this green door where there used to be a hot tub, and we call that our music room. And you can barely hear the sound. I was going to say it's a completely soundproof. <laughs> Kind of. You can still hear a little, but not as loud. Now, you know, I also, your mom mentioned to me that you guys have been saving for a long time to come down and visit me pretty soon. Yeah. Um, Tell us about that. Yeah, Yeah. they're coming down to visit me, see? Yeah, Yeah, for the World Equestrian Games. Yeah, so you've been saving a long time for that. Yeah, we actually um, gave up Pony Club Championship to go. We're very excited to go and see the big name riders and the vendors and go shopping. <laughs> oh, you're going to have so much fun. You I know that's a sacrifice a that you made, but you, you, it'll be worth it. Now, because yeah, you know what? Yeah. You'll learn as well. Are you, you coming in for eventing, I assume? Are you coming in now for eventing? you coming in for the WAG for the eventing competition? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good, good. Well, yeah, you're going to see a great competition this year. I was just over at the horse park. I don't live far from it. And we were looking around the cross-country course, and it is unbelievable. Yeah, I can imagine. You're going to be, yeah, um, you're going to see some of those jumps, and you're going to go, uh, I will never be able to jump that jump. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw some videos on um, YouTube of the Rolex and some other things at the Kentucky Horse Park, and those jumps are awesome. Just like the landscaping and everything is really pretty. Well, I just got off the phone with Julie Goodnight, who's one of the presenters, uh, an international well-known clinician, and she's going to be there doing demonstrations. Everybody that's anybody, Helena, in the world of entertainment and demonstrations, Tommy Turvey and Julie Goodnight, Clint Anderson, all those guys are going to be there doing demonstrations, and you guys will be able to see it all, not just eventing, but all the other cool things that are going on at the WEG, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. I'm so glad that you guys are coming down for that. that that's, that's a trip. Have either of you ever been to Kentucky? Um, no, but we've been to Virginia, the, the horse park in Virginia. Yeah, so. you've been you to know, that, Lexington. Be bigger, but. <laughs> well, Kentucky is beautiful in itself. If, you're, if you like horses, you will just drool as you drive through the state of Kentucky because it's a, it's a yeah, horseman's dream. We're excited to see all the different horses and breeds and, you know, how each horse reacts to different things. It's going to be fun. Well, now, I did hear, too, that um, that I was uh, I was seeing what James, we want to thank James. What's your James's last name? Hasty. And he is your coach, right? Yes. 
James is the one that wrote in to us and told, told us about you guys, and we appreciate James doing that. And yeah, what do you, you want to so do, much. Allie, when, you, when, you're out of, uh, when you're out of high school and on to things? What do you want to do? Um, that's a very good question, because my whole life I've been dying to have a baby horse. And because all of the horses that we've gotten, like we've gotten a rescue horse, two rescue horses, I have no idea what their background information is and who their parents were or anything. And I know every single, I would know every single thing about baby horse. So in 2008, when we were making goals for that year, uh, my parents said, okay, Allie, you can get a baby horse and you can start looking. So I started to look, and I found Rain, my, who was just born in November, and we started, and I fell in love with her. She's an Appaloosa, Dutch warm blood, and her mom actually got invited to go to the Olympics for show jumping, and I'm like, okay, well, she's a pretty nice price, and why not get her? So I got her, and we've been training, and then um, this person, Microteen, has been giving me round 10 lessons, which have really changed her life, and I want to, in the future, go to the Olympics with her and maybe even further. And in college, I would like to study for a horse census. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Cool. And Jax, what about you? Um, well, ever, ever since I started getting into horses or ever since I could speak, I wanted to be a vet, and so I have la last year when I was in seventh grade for family and consumer sciences, which is this class, and it was also mixed with English. We had to write an essay on what we want to be when we grow up. So I wrote like an eleven-page essay on being a vet, and I'm gonna have this. I want to have this big facility, and I want like I want my sister to work with me since she wants to be a horse dentist, and. So I, I have big plans for that, and I, hopefully they come out. Then I also want to go to the Olympics and the World Equestrian Games and the Rolex with a horse. I don't know yet, but hopefully I find a horse that can get up to that level. Wow, you guys got some big dreams. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I Something think you tells to, me they're going to make it happen, too. Helena. I know. I think you guys need to check in with us at Stable Scoop uh, at least once a year so we can keep track of... Uh, of, of your progress along the, these journeys, because I have a feeling you're going to go exactly where you say you're going to go. Yeah, we yeah. actually started to make a budget for next year for all the shows, and we want to start going to bigger shows and getting a feel of it, because in two years we would like to go to the Stuart Horse Trials, which is a huge... Yeah, that's a great... Up your way. Yeah, and... We're going to, in a couple years, we're going to start looking for sponsors and start getting our career and everything moving. Wow. Great. Great. <laughs> Well, we are so I don't glad. even make a budget, Helena. <laughs> you never make, no, you're, you're just the talent, okay? You're just the, the on-air talent. You look good, you sound good, that's all you need to worry about. <laughs> Let us girls handle all the stuff behind the scenes. <laughs> well, we're so glad that you're able to join us today, Allie and Jax, and I wish you all the best with your program. Tell us again the name of the program and the name of the location. Um, it's Learn, Ride, Imagine at Greek Peak, Hope Lake Lodge. Okay. And we're called My Magic Acres, and we spell magic M-A-J-I-C because M is for my dad's name, Mark. A, or, yeah, yeah, A, Allie, J, Jax, and then 
be for my mom, Candace. Excellent. Terrific, guys. We appreciate you being on, and then we'll check in with you again next year. And best of luck. I I hope I bump into you down here at the WAG. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you so much. What great girls. Great program. I'm inspired. I'm hopeful about the next generation. You're hopeful about your daughter now? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) I want to say kudos and a shout-out to their mom. Oh, and their dad. Uh, Yes, both of them. And I happened to talk to their mom, and yesterday... Obviously, she did something right here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't have a budget. <laughs> They're talking about budget. Did you hear what she said? She said last year when we were making our goals. Yeah. What 14-year-old makes goals? But these, this one. <laughs> this one does. And they could be 14-year-old appropriate goals. I, I, I just, yeah, they're kids. You know, so many people underestimate the abilities of children. And teenagers especially. I mean, it, it's hard. You're, you're halfway between a kid and an adult. Sometimes you don't know what you want to be. But I think so many of us grown-ups underestimate these kids. And they ha- we can't do that. And I hope that these two girls, I hope Allie and Jax, just underscore that point is that they deserve so much credit. Well, you know, the way I figure it, Helena, by the time we're having a two-year anniversary, so we're doing this program another three years. We'll probably be ready to, you know, retire in the rocker. And then Allie and Jax can just take over the Stable Scoop show. Sounds good to me. I think they're vying for our job anyway. Well, they were talented. They were uh, naturals. <laughs> I know. They're better than us. And they play instruments. I know. And I, the drums. I would, lo- I, I would love the drums at my house. <laughs> you wait. I would. I <laughs> you know. just cursed I yourself. <laughs> I know. You know. I know. As, as the words are coming out of my mouth, I just picked it up. <laughs> I'm going to call your daughter. <laughs> you need to play the drums. Your mom really wants you to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll take the drums. Just as long as it's not like the oboe or something that... that the learning curve is painful to listen to. <laughs> Trumpet. We'll be right back after these words from Equestrian Collections with much more. For over a year now, we've been telling you about all the cool things happening at Equestrian Collections and the variety and selection of products they have at fantastic prices. But today, we want to talk to you a little bit about their social networking and what a community they have built on Facebook. If you go to Facebook and search for Equestrian Collections, you're going to find that over 20,000 fans are now following Equestrian Collections on Facebook. And, and the reason is they have a dynamic community built over there. You know, on uh, most store sites, most company sites, on Facebook, we'll just promote product and things like that. That's not what happens on Equestrian Collections. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but mostly it's the community sharing pictures, talking about stories, asking questions of each other. It's an active, vibrant community, like a little forum right there on Facebook. Search for Equestrian Collections on Facebook or stop over to equestriancollections.com for all of your horse and rider needs. Well, welcome back to Helena, and I'm Glenn the Geek, and we're here on the Stable Scoop Radio Show, episode number 103, almost two years into this. And I want to take a chance to thank you, too, and I'll probably do this again next week, so suffer. Um, yeah, I want to ch- take a chance to thank you, too, for, for agreeing to do this when I called you up two years ago and said, let's just do a show. It's just going to be little. Don't worry about it. It won't take up much time. We'll probably do it for, you know, a couple of weeks. Nobody will listen, and we'll just hang it up anyway. Uh, and uh, here we are. La, la, la. Tens of thousands <laughs> of listeners later in ah, 42 surprise, countries. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we actually have sponsors now, which makes it all worthwhile, well, too. You know, and I, we said this in our one-year anniversary, and, and well, we're going to say it again next week, but I, I, again, let's just everybody suffer. 
Uh, we were so excited when we had 12 <laughs> listeners. <I know. laughs> we were, I hung up the phone with you and I called my husband. I said, honey, we have 12 <laughs> individual listeners. That was listeners. after three weeks. That's what we had. <laughs> 12 listeners. I mean... And where, where are we now? What do we have now? We have, uh, well, the network as a whole just went over 40,000 uh, listener, d- unique listeners last month to all the different shows. See? And That's in big... 42 different countries, we have people listening. So we appreciate everybody around the world that listens, and we hope you enjoy it, and we hope you tell your friends about it, and we're going to keep doing it whether you like it or not. So And, and thank you. you. The other thing we really want is for, to hear from you. Yes. It's, I mean, Glenn and I joke all the time that we want to, we, we do the show because we like to hear ourselves talk, and yes, we do. But it's, the, when we get emails and voicemails from you guys, it makes our day, it makes our week, and then we share them with everybody else, and we get such great feedback on your feedback. So it, that's kind of part of what, here we are doing this fun thing, but now we also have a mission, and that mission is to unite everybody, unite them through conversation and discussion and fun and then entertainment. So let's hear what you have to say. It's, it's valuable. We don't care who you are. or what, You don't even have to have a horse. <laughs> yeah, in fact, you don't even have to That's like true. horses. That's true. <laughs> you can hate them, but we want to hear whatever it is about horses that you think you want to say or about Glenn and I, we would love to hear it. And, you know, we want to thank James, too, for sending in the email that was about, was telling us about Allie and Jax, which is why they ended up on the show today. So thank you, James, for doing that. So your emails do matter. We do listen. We're always looking for show content. So be free to send those emails. We'd love to hear from you. You can do that by going to stablescoop.com and just using the contact link at the top of the page. And don't forget, too, you can follow, you can go back and listen to every show we have done from number one. And we're always amazed at the number of people who do do that. (laughs) Um, who start at the beginning and go through all the different shows. I I got an email last week. We got an email. A lady was catching up, and she was at episode number 52. She has another year to go. Um, But she she runs every day, and she listens while she runs. So we we also like hearing when you listen. Do you listen when you clean stalls? Do you listen when you run? Do you listen when you drive your car? Do you listen at work? We we love to know that as well. We should put a survey up on uh, Facebook sometime uh, when people listen. Be sure to listen next week also as we do have our two-year anniversary episode, and I'm sure we're going to have a cool guest or two. We always do. See, we really don't plan that far ahead. After two years, we're still not planning that far ahead. We'll know next Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday we'll know. And, uh, you know, we you can follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio and also on Facebook, and it's just Stable Scoop over there. We also like to thank all of our sponsors, and be sure to visit all of the other shows at the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. That's a place where you can hear them all in, in one website, and there's enough of them now. Well, Helena, thank you very much, and My we'll pleasure. see you again next week. We'll be back with an equally cool scoop.